It's the Blues Rock Show with Pete Francis and Willie Witten. Welcome to the Blues Rock Show. I'm Pete Francis, joined by Willie Hot Takes Witten. Willie, we've had a couple of big album announcements this week. Eric Clapton is putting out a new album, and Government Mule is putting out their first ever blues album. Clapton's album is a lockdown sessions kind of quarantine album. And that was made in replace of him being able to perform at the Royal Albert Hall. And like I said, with Government Mule, this is their first ever blues album. So out of these two albums, both coming out in November, which album are you looking forward to most? I think they're both, they have intrigue because they are both unique. One in that it's a new genre for Government Mule. The other is by force. Clapton was locked down and he wants to do something different. He doesn't want to dry up and do nothing. But for me, Pete, it's really easy. And I don't want to be too harsh on Clapton because I know I have in the past. But in all honesty, I, I do believe that his best stuff is probably behind him. We got to hear the, the single that he put out sort of in response to lockdowns. Ironically, now this is a lockdown album. I'm sure there'll be great stuff. He's always good at putting together songs. He still has a wonderful voice. He just has great sensibilities. But honestly, the Government Mule blues album has so much more intrigue. Government Mule, I felt, was always a very bluesy rock, jazz at times, a little bit like the Allman Brothers, a little bit of jam band. They were a little bit of everything. And so to hear that they're coming out with a dedicated blues album, that excites me. That's the type of album I think that as things hopefully continue to open up will bring people out to their shows. Because when we talk about musicianship, they are top of the crop. And so to hear them try something in this genre, I think is going to be awesome. I don't know, man. Pete, what do you think? I'm going to have to go with Government Mule as well. I'm pretty excited about this. Their first ever blues album. So this is not a blues rock album. Warren Haynes calls this a straight up blues album. And when you look at Government Mule, this is a band that you really have to hear live, right? Yes. This is a band that always does different stuff live. Every show is different that they do. And that's really what the blues is about. The blues is a genre that's filled with improvisation and doing all that great stuff. So I really think that this is an album from Government Mule that I think a lot of people are going to look forward to because they do have a lot of improvising. And I think this kind of really plays to their strengths, Willie. As far as Eric Clapton goes... Am I looking forward to the album? It's just kind of, well, it, it's it's happening. Yeah. I, I don't mind it. I think props to Clapton that he's doing it. I mean, yeah. at Clapton's age, he doesn't have to do anything. He could just sit at home, do nothing, collect royalty checks, call it a day. He's not doing that. Right. Now, he's not putting like a bunch of original new material on this album, but I think give him credit that he's still being active and, and putting out an album. So I'm sure it's probably going to be good, but I'm going to have to go with Government Mule on this one, Willie. Yeah, and I think the other thing that is important to, to note here is that Government Mule seems to be doing this with intent that was intrinsic to who they are, whereas Clapton was doing this, is doing this, I should say, out of sort of a need because something was taken away from him. Now, that could go either way. Sometimes the best music comes out of need and the need to do something and the spontaneity but I think in this case, it feels like Clapton was, is filling in a little bit of time that was stolen from him, 
Whereas Government Mule, I feel like this is going to be done with intent. And like Warren Haynes and co, when they do stuff with intent, I know you've seen them. I've seen them a few times when they do and play with intent. It is good stuff. It is fun to go see. So that's my, I don't know. And I, I do love Eric Clapton. I no just no hot that. takes on Clapton this time, Willie? No hot takes because I agree with you, Pete. Look, a lot of us have sat at home and not done as much as we'd like. So every time you hear one of these musicians who has somehow spun this pandemic to an option or an opportunity to do something different, I got to give them credit, like you said. So I don't know. They Speaking both of new albums, Willie, Samantha Fish just released her new album, Faster. This is her seventh album that she's put out. And if you look at some of the artists in blues rock over the past couple of years, Samantha Fish has really had a rise Mm -hmm. probably faster than anyone pun intended and she's had a lot of success this album sees her kind of branch out she's been doing the blues rock thing but she really pushes the boundaries of the genre and this album she even has a collaboration with tech nine who's obviously a yep. famous rapper so she goes in a lot of different directions on this album my question is do you think with this album and her ascension over the past couple of years that this is the album that can push Samantha Fish towards the mainstream. I'm gonna throw, I'm gonna answer a question with a question here. I know that's bad form, but we both saw her at Dallas International just a couple months ago. I have my opinion, but on this one, I wanna hear your opinion first. I wanna hear why. Do that's kind of a cop out, Willie. I, I'm gonna get my chance after you, but I'm gonna let you go first. Pete, you think this is going to be the album that gets her on the radio? So that's a great question. As far as the radio goes, I don't know. I, I think she's doing the right things and she's taking the necessary steps to get her music out to a wider audience. If you listen to this album, it is a very accessible album. She's still playing guitar and has a lot of awesome guitar on this album, but it is more accessible there definitely is a focus on songwriting. It's got great production. As I mentioned, there's an appearance with Tech Nine, who's from her hometown of Kansas City. You know, Tech Nine obviously has had a lot of success, mainstream success. So I, I think, you know, it's possible that she could. I wouldn't guarantee it though. And I don't necessarily know if this album will be the one to do it. I think she has a chance to with this album, but it might take still another album after this. It's really hard to say just because it is so hard for anybody who's been known as a blues act or a blues rock act to break into the mainstream. You've got the Black Keys, Gary Clark Jr., you know, and, and John Mayer, who more of a pop star, but he obviously can do the blues rock. We can say White well. Stripes back in the day. But yeah, the, the number is yeah. still small. I haven't filled up a hand yet. But outside of Gary Clark Jr. in the past 10 years, who's done it? No one. So it's really, it's a really tough nut to crack. So can Samantha Fish do it? I don't know. I, I think this album definitely has some songs that could potentially do that. But you just have to have so many things fall into place for you to do that. But I will say this, Willie, over the past five years, I don't think anyone has grown their career more than Samantha Fish 
in the blues rock genre. I mean, I gotta- he has a rabid fan base. So if anyone could break into the mainstream right now from the blues rock genre, I would say it would be Samantha Fish. I'm going to take two things that you said that are going to work against each other here. Yes, this album is uh, one, you said, accessible. It's an album where people who don't know her, the rabbit fan base is rabbit. They're not going anywhere. But for people who are stepping into her music, this is a good entry point because she reaches out to some different places. She's had a great ascent over the last five years. Here's why I'm going to say, no, it's not going to be. And this is the second thing that you said is that so many things need to fall into place. Guess what's not going to fall into place for her as we get into the fall and winter? She's not going to get what would usually be a great atmosphere to tour behind and to bring this out live because of the pandemic. As the pandemic resurges, I think once again, everything's going to get a little tighter. Even if you're out playing some dates, it's probably going to be less dates than it used to be because they're not as profitable. It's harder to move around. The pandemic couldn't have come at a worse time for her, as for so many other people. But in this case, talking about the music, if I were Samantha Fish, what I would be doing is saying, hey, Tech Nine, he's got a name. He'll be on the radio We want to push that song as hard as we can. Even if it's not the song that she likes best on the album, I doubt that it is. But I think that's the way you push. You say, hey, people know this guy. I want people to hear this guy, who they know, and say, hey, who is she? That's how I think you open that fan base. Because like you said, her diehard fans, we got to see them. They are diehards. And there's good reason. It was the first time I saw her in Dallas and she was awesome. But I think the way to go for her is going to have to be pushing that tech nine angle, because like you said, it's just so hard to break in today if you don't have a name. Yeah, I think she needs big collaborations, I think, is what will help her kind of cross over into the mainstream. And we talked about this on a previous episode, Willie, that not a lot of artists are having those sort of crossover collaborations with right. you know blues artists. So it does make it very difficult. But if anyone can do it or anyone will do it, Samantha Fish has as good of a chance as anyone. I agree. Now, if we're going to talk about the trend of crossing over, there's a whole different side in this new trend that I found out about recently. And I had heard it, but hadn't really thought about what was going on. I just considered it like sampling. If you remember that from the hip hop, the 90s era, where that really exploded. There's a new trend out there, Pete. And it's called making interpolations and pretty much what this is is if we have covering which takes the song and the music and does a different rendition and then there's sampling where we drop in specific beats actual beats that sometimes are straight from the studio to put into a song what interpolation is as a bunch of songwriters get together they take catalogs music publisher catalogs It can be as wild as Paul Anka. It could be the Beatles. It could be Paul Simon. And if they have the rights, they ask songwriters to come up, change a couple things, but mostly keep the song, and then try to sell those to popular artists. Pete, what's going on here? What about just making new music in general? What do you think about interpolations do you think this is good for music bad for music should people in the rock world be doing this or is this just dumb 
It's dumb, Willie. You but know what it sounds like to me? It, it sounds, sounds like Hollywood movies. Okay. <laughs> I mean, how many movies today are sequels or, you know, they're built off something that already exists. It's pretty much almost every movie made today is that way. You're yeah. seeing so much less in terms of original movies and music is just, it seems like it's going in that same direction. I mean, why be creative when you can just build off something that already exists? Because it's already established, it's safer, and odds are it has greater chances of succeeding. So that's why they do it for movies. And now they're bringing that same approach to music. Do I like it? No. Do I understand it? Yes. I would say, I think we're in agreement on this. It's great business. It's bad artistry. Yeah. Because let's be honest, on a business standpoint, you have a Cardi B or you have, gosh, so many uh, Doja Cats. There's just, and I may not even be saying that right because I'm not a huge fan of her music. But in general, I'm not saying they're bad artists, but it helps that artist. It's a sure thing. And then people who maybe haven't been making much money off a catalog in a while can revamp it. It also ties in, we spoke about months ago, how a label hypnosis was just buying up catalogs, buying up catalogs. And we were talking about how maybe it's a great investment. When I read about this, I'm like, ah, here was the end game. You buy up these catalogs, you rework them, you send them to popular artists and music just gets stuck in a time warp. I, I think it's a bummer, but it, it's great business. Well, and doing covers of songs that were popular 20, 30 years ago That's is nothing cool. new. Right. So it's worked in the past. It, it'll work again. So from a business standpoint, totally understand it. But from a personal standpoint, yeah. as a consumer, as a listener, I'm not really a huge fan. Right. I'd rather listen to a cover. I'd rather listen to a collaboration, Samantha Fish Tech 9. I'm not thrilled about listening to a hip, cool pop artist take an old song and then change it and rework the words. It just seems to me a little bit, not a little bit, but like you said, it's, it's very derivative. It's redundant. And it's just following in the footsteps of what's happened in Hollywood. And I think most people who really love the movies would say, as much as you like some of the action sequences, there's no way Transformer 8 is better than Transformers 4 or any way to really tell which one's better because it's the same damn movie. <laughs> so what do you guys think? Let us know down in the comments section below. Are you looking forward to Eric Clapton's new album or Government Mule's new album more? Do you think Samantha Fish's new album, Faster, is the one that breaks her out into the mainstream let us know down in the comments section below. And what do you think about interpolation or whatever the hell that word is? Let us know down in the comments section below. But for now, make sure to hit that like button. It really helps us out with YouTube's algorithm. Make sure to subscribe and hit the notification bell so you never miss a video. He's Willie Witten. I'm Pete Francis. We'll see you next time on the Blues Rock Show.